In our gospel today, we see a sort of wake-up call. Jesus comes on the scene and he wakes us up. Everybody's astonished and surprised. And this is, this is the effect of the Lord when he comes into our life. He wakes us up. As it was with his first coming, it's going to be even more of a wake-up call with his second coming. And that's what we see in our first uh, reading, St. Paul's Epistle to the Thessalonians. It highlights Christ's second coming at the end of the world. And it's going to be a real wake-up call. Uh, he says, let us not be asleep. Let us not be uh, essentially drunk. And the way, and it's not literally, it's not speaking literally, but how we live our lives oftentimes can be compared to a sleeping person or a drunk, a person who's in a drunken stupor. They're not sober, they're not awake. They're not living in reality. So uh, it's important to understand that all the endeavors, all the worries, all the concerns that human beings have on the face of this earth, from the smallest concern to the biggest concern, you know, you've got the little child on the playground and he's concerned whether or not the bully is going to pick on him today. It's a little concern, right? You've got the concern maybe of the president or the prime minister of some large country, whether or not another country is going to release nuclear weapons against them. Big concern, right? So all the way from the little concern to the big concern, all of that is going to come to an end and ultimately will not matter. Christ is going to return and going to bring an end to all human concerns, all human endeavors. For me, I'm a great art lover. And so I think to myself, oh my gosh, all of the great works of art in this world are going to come to an end. They're going to be destroyed. All the great architecture, all the great accomplishments that human beings have done, it's all going to go up in fire before the final day of judgment. So we have... You know, a woman who's concerned about her child adjusting in school. Uh, A man is concerned about how the market is doing because he's got investments in the market. Okay, A college student, you know, maybe he's in first or second year of his college and he still hasn't decided on a a degree. He's concerned. What what should I major in? What, What could I be competent in in terms of my work and my job? There's a, a wife who's worried about her alcoholic husband. Oh no, he didn't come home. This is payday. Did he go to the bars again? Do I need to go out and look for him again? A man wondering if a particular woman he's in love with loves him back. Does she love me? Does she love me not? Okay. Someone lost a promotion at his job and he thinks it's due to another person sabotaging his reputation or assassinating his reputation with the boss. Is that, did that person do that? And he's worried and he's concerned and he's gonna, he's asking around, you know, what's, what's this guy up to? Someone just purchased a new car. Okay. How am I gonna make the payments on this? And you got big things, the economy. Where's the economy going? What about environmental concerns? What about concerns of terrorism, of course, which are a huge concern for all of us all throughout the world today? All of these worries, whether they're something that we should be worrying about, whether they're things that we shouldn't be worrying about, they're all going to come to an end. Jesus Christ is going to return, and nothing is going to matter. There's going to be one thing that's important when he returns, and that's God's will. That's God's concern. 
And if we live our lives here and now with God's will first and foremost on our mind, even though, of course, we're concerned and plagued and worried about many things, we got many endeavors, many projects that we're doing, and we should do them all if they're good, if they're healthy, if they're helpful. But they can't ever take the place of the most important thing, the first and foremost thing, and that is God's will. What is God's will? And if we live our lives with God's will first and foremost, when that, when all of human endeavors and concerns come to an end, we're not going to be found asleep. We're not going to be found like a drunken man that Jesus has got to come and sober up. We're going to be awake. We're going to be sober. And we're going to make it past that, that fiery day, that day of judgment, because we've always put God's will first. So my brothers and sisters, let's do that on a daily basis. And then uh, when it all comes to an end and finally the limits of this earth and our human existence are revealed, we'll be secure because we're attached to something that is eternal, and that is the will of God.